Welcome to Mimosas with Moms. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. And this past week, I got back from my grand adventure in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> Tell us all about it. It was fun. Uh, we So I went out there with some of my girlfriends, um, was the only mom on the trip, which was funny because... Uh, we like took turns being moms because we were partying and having a good time and somebody had to be the responsible one at responsible. different points. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, but no, we, we, we uh, went hiking. We ate great food that was hot and not shared with toddlers. So what's I that like? <laughs> um, it's delightful. Um, I took uninterrupted showers, which was wonderful. Game changer. Yeah. I got my full, what, eight hours of sleep. <laughs> so it was just like a grand adventure, guys. I'm like, you should try it. But now, in all seriousness, I'm like, going away was what I needed for myself. Uh, the past, I don't know, over a year of being a stay at home mom, I feel like has been a whirlwind because I do not take breaks for myself. I'm very bad at it. I never, you never do that. Never. Yeah. So I never step away. Um, and I really, really needed it. It was long overdue. And now I'm like, okay, I need to start making this a thing for myself. You know, what are what are you going to go do without the people that you live with, you know, every so often? Like, you need to be making this a priority. Um, and I think, like, honestly, the coolest part about going away was coming home. Aww. Because, like, I come home and... I've always known, like, Marcus is a very capable parent. He's a very capable father. Uh, I do feel like I have a partner in this, like, parenting game and in my marriage. But there's, like, moments like this that, like, test that kind of, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be 100% the parent all the time because I'm always here. And, you know, like, I went away and he took the kids to the birthday party and he took them to baseball and he was at Target buying bike helmets for the girls. Aww. And you know, like so he was and like, And we doing... saw Marcus one yeah. night. Yeah. And at he the birthday did party. those girls. Yeah. All on his own. And he yeah. did such a great job. Yeah, and he does, you know what I mean? And like I come home and he had the entire this entire week uh meal planned. He did the grocery store already. He had the whole house clean. He had the beds, like, uh, the sheets washed. And so I was like, right, hey, look at house? you. Yeah. The whole oh, house Marcus, was go. And so I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, like, I anticipated coming home to having to, like, clean up messes. Like, I knew the house wouldn't be burned down to the ground and my girls would still be alive and, like, whatever. But I didn't expect you to kind of, like, go over uh, above and beyond, like, my expectations. Like, yeah. yeah. And so, like, that was super cool. I love that he proved you wrong. That's yeah, a good thing to I, prove you wrong about. But I never even, like, said to him, like, you know, oh, I, I, and when I get home, it's going to be so much work, which, like, I kind of thought, you know, like, then I'm going to have to clean up the mess this whole week. But so, you know, like, my first day back, I got back uh, Monday evening. Uh, the whole family picked me up at the airport, and the kids were like, Mom, where have you been? 
and Josie was my little leech like please never leave me you're the best mom there ever was and you know and it was like kind of emotional leaving her because you know I I'm never away from her for the past yeah for the past year over a year I have been 100% dedicated to her and and like our journey together I've exclusively breastfed her so she's never like taken bottles um you know and she's just been my little leech and so you know I knew like going away this was going to be the end of our breastfeeding journey and you know I spent some extra moments with her before I left uh, just you know like this is kind of the end of that chapter with this baby and you know now I'm back and is she sleeping through the night yeah I don't want to say it out loud so like let's pretend like I didn't just say that but I'm like great I should have done this a long time ago she would be sleeping through the night she's only feeding because like she just wants to be near mom not so because what's Blake's hungry. problem? Why does my child get up all night long? Because we haven't been breastfeeding for a hot minute. I know, right? And I'm like, I don't know. It's me sometimes. Weird. Yeah, they're all just weird. So, yeah. So it was I'm good glad you had a good time in Denver. And I'm glad that you came home to be like, oh my gosh. Marcus, I missed you. So great. I know. Yeah. And we were like joking about it outside of the podcast. Like, dear husbands, if you want some loving... <laughs> Do this. do this yeah because then your wife comes home she's like oh my god you're so dreamy hey, yeah I love you so much I know and it was funny because uh when I dropped the girls off I work on Thursdays so when I dropped the girls off when I went to work this week um Sherry my nanny she was talking about how when Marcus dropped the girls off on Monday because I was traveling um like talking to him and she was like you know you guys just like, re- like restore my faith in humanity sometimes that like there are good people out there and there are like people that genuinely love each other. And she was talking about how, you know, I think like the sign of a good marriage is when you can like stand alone and you bring out the best in each other and you're like pushing each other to go do these things and supporting each other. And she's like, you know, just like watching you guys like the past, you know, three years. I'm just like in awe of you that you are, you're both like good by yourselves. And then together, it's just like, you know, this beautiful thing. I was like, oh, yeah. Sherry. It's like good to hear. <laughs> Especially because you're like, I don't know. I feel like you just like go through the motions and sometimes you don't feel it, you know, where you're yeah. just like in it and you're like, are we doing a good job around here? <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Sometimes I just feel like we make this master plan and we're just like going in all these different directions and I've got my things going on and he's got his things going on and then we got our things going on and you're like, are we just treading water? Are we making any movement? Are we doing anything? Like what's going on? So that was like cool. But so yeah, it was a good break for me. I needed it, I think. We all need to schedule more times for more time for ourselves and take those breaks. 
but aren't you glad you took it and now you're like yeah. okay I feel restored I feel yeah. like that's I love my kids again I love my husband again yeah. <laughs> I know I said like you know coming home and Marcus like had everything wonderful and we were talking outside of the podcast like you know honeys do this and then we will love you and I was joking about it to my nanny and um I'm like, yeah, so this week I'll be super nice to Marcus, but next week we're going to be, we're going to go back to normal. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm not going to like let him get too cushy. <laughs> we got to keep him on his toes around here. Yeah, but that's good though. I'm glad that you guys got that. Yeah. Our week was just like our normal craziness. Jay was in town over the weekend. It was so nice to have at least three of the kids with us. We had. Because like, like she's been busy, so she hasn't been making it as much recently. Yeah. So Friday we went to the Cyclones game. We all had a blast. It was hilarious. Yeah. Did you make it on the ice? We didn't stay that long. We left a little yeah. bit before. Um, we were just kind of like, oh, it's been a long day. We're done. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we had a blast, honestly. It was yeah. hilarious seeing the kids. Blake was just, like, cracking us up the whole time. Like, there would be a fight, and Blake would be like, go, go, go. And, like, pounding her <laughs> I fist. love hockey because of that, though. Yeah. yeah and she would see Zach do it, so then Blake would do it. Um, and then Saturday, we got up early. Zach had a baseball game. And then straight from his baseball game, we had to drive an hour away, and he had two lacrosse games. So guys, we're just on the fields all day. And then we came home and we got dressed and we went straight to the birthday party. Yeah. So it was just like a lot. Birthday parties sound like fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And Zach had a sleepover that night. He had a friend over. His yeah. little friends at our house a lot. And yeah. He was over for the night. Um, yeah. It was fun. And then we got up Sunday and Ron had to take Jay back to Pittsburgh. So I took all three kids to church. Yeah. And we did church. Yeah. And it was fun. We had a blast. And then it ended up, it was supposed to be rainy and gross. It ended up being nice out. So we went and played outside. And then when it got rainy and gross, we went to um, like an indoor park type of thing that has like play sets and trampolines yeah. and all that. Yeah. We played there for a couple hours. So we just had like a fun, a fun I weekend of playing. That too. Like remind me. Yeah. The yeah. kids loved it. Um, Blake thought she was like big and bad because she could just like walk around and do all the big kid things. Yeah. That was cute. It was she's fun. so funny now that she's like on the move. Like she's walking and it's just like, nothing. hey guys, I'm here. Nothing. Because <laughs> she was the now. last of the, the crew. She's the baby. Yeah. 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 But then it's just, been, you know, our normal practice. Yeah. Cool work. Just another yeah. week. Yeah. Honestly, though, I like, I like the normalcy. Yeah. I like when I know what to expect. My kids thrive on it. Yeah. Our our new normal is, you know, games and practice during the week and but it's nice. It's nice outside. So like I know it has I enjoy been like, we all like go to snap stories. You're yeah. like thinking of uh, well, Blake outside playing and Well the boys like, are at practice. Thankfully we can go outside now. Yeah. And like yeah. if the boys if we don't go to practice with the boys, Blake and I just hang out outside the whole time until they get home. Or if we do, it's nice enough that like we all go to practice together and her and yeah. I play at the park while he practices and Ron's there coaching. So it's kind of fun. I like this. I like this time. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. Yeah, I know. We're all excited we to be a, outside. Yeah, we had a baseball game on Wednesday. And we're on a new team that has like a bunch of families with little kids. And yeah. so Beatrice was like having the time of her life. I didn't see her the entire game. 
she was just like playing on another field with like all the kids they had all these balls out like playing kickball they were throwing the ball and B's like yeah I'm out here (laughs) guys she's only two so be careful right (laughs) yeah she was the youngest of the ones out there but there was another one that was three who was you know like kind of taking her under her wing but a little bit more mature and better vocabulary so like you guys are so funny yeah but it's fun yeah so. I'm glad that like I'm I'm looking forward to that age. Like next season, I'm excited for. I'm excited yeah. to like watch Blake play and make friends and have fun because yeah. we do sports so often that like we've made friends through sports. Yeah, and Zach has a blast so playing. Though, I think this time around, where like when we had the boys, we were young moms who were like kind of kept to ourselves because yeah, we felt judged and we didn't feel like we had those friends and we couldn't like take the kids out to do these certain things. So now it's like fun having, you know, kids this go around where you're out experiencing those for kind of like for the first time, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. So just a normal week, but (laughs) cheers to the next week. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So this week we have on Lisa Collum. Uh, Lisa is the owner and CEO of two educational companies, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about um, balancing work life and showing moms that you really can do it all. So welcome, Lisa. We're so happy to have you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be on here. So tell us your story. So my story starts, oh gosh, probably like 14, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I um, was totally set to be a teacher my whole life. That was my goal. I was totally cool with just being in the classroom yeah. and a teacher and a mom. Those are my two goals. And I was straight out of college, like 21 and thrown into a classroom that just so happened to be at the one of the lowest performing schools in my county. Yeah. So um. I was with students that were, you know, below grade level and struggling. And I was like, that's all right. I'm up for the challenge. You know, I was, you know, enthusiastic, ready to go. And my principal says, you know, you're in charge of writing. You're going to have some classes. They're going to, you know, about 100 kids total that come throughout the day. And I said, all right, just give me my resources and I'll study. And she goes, oh, there's nothing for writing. She was going to have to just pull stuff on your own. I was like, oh, really? So I looked online. Right? I'm like, that's great. So I go to the teacher's store. I go online and I just couldn't find anything that was like something I could follow every day. Like I could find like a little book on grammar, a little book on details, but nothing that I could follow. And I was a brand new teacher. I had no clue what I was doing. And so I went back and I said, um, uh, what exactly am I supposed to do? Because I don't have anything. And she's like, I'm sorry, Lisa, but, um, you've just got to, you know, pull from what you know and pull from different resources. And she's like, by the way, there's a state writing test they all have to pass come February. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I was like, that's great. First year. Yeah. So I like went home and cried, I think. And then I started to think, I have got, I've got to figure out something. So I like literally went back to how I learned how to write and pulled from different resources that I had and just kind of came up with a a structure and my whole thinking behind it all was I've got to make this simple because they're already struggling. I don't want to overwhelm them. No one likes writing. Like who wants to write a whole essay? And so I've just got to make it simple and, and really structured for them. And that's what I did. And so 
prior to me coming in, they were at like a proficiency rate, which is like the rate at which the students pass the test at like 38 or 40%. And then yeah. that year I got them to 95%. So 95% of the students passed. That's a big yeah. job. That's yeah, awesome. So I was As like, like a newbie on the block. Too. Yeah. I was yeah. like, that's cool. And then my principal was like, okay, you're never leaving ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, Little oh, did she know. Yeah. And I uh, was like, okay. You know, I was like, this is cool. So I, I yeah. did that for another a uh, few years. And for two years in a row, I got a hundred percent proficiency. Yeah. And I was one of the only teachers to do that. And the state uh, kept trying to investigate and question and figure out if we were cheating and what we were doing. And every time I was like, come on in, they'd interview me, they'd look at lessons and, and everything was always, you know, fine and cleared, but they just kept trying to figure out what was going on at this school. Yeah. And so, um, because that's such a big accomplishment. It was an, an, well, like a huge drastic change. And yeah. plus with just being that school in general, like their reading and math was still low, you know, so it was like, yeah. what is going on? And so I did that for uh, a few more years Then I became like a writing coach and I was helping multiple teachers. And then I moved into like a district level where I was working with like a bunch of schools. And every time I worked with teachers or schools, they would do really well. And I just still didn't think much of it. I just had it all in my head. I was like, this is a great job. And I had had a couple babies by then. And I said, um, um, I think I'm going to leave the district and take a job with a uh, virtual school, which is online. Cause I had yeah. had my third son and I wanted to be home. And my principal who had moved on to another position, she said, who became my mentor, she said, um, you got to write this down whatever you're doing, you got to write it down because it works and it's awesome. And this could be something. And I was like, ah, I don't know. So I like took the summer, wrote some stuff down. I like hand wrote half of it, typed some <laughs> of it, nothing special. And then I left the district and took the job with virtual school. Yeah. And I was there for like a couple of weeks and that's when everyone started calling and they're like, where'd you go? We need your lessons. We want to buy them. And I was like, you want to buy them? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? for real. So me being non-business person at all, I'm like, cool, let me Google how you start a business. So I like Google <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I got to like buy the name and incorporate it. And so I like paid the, you know, little fee. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I need a, a tax ID. I'm like, what is that? And so right. somehow over that week, I came up with a name and started the business. And I was like, okay, this is going to be a nice little side gig. So I had like five or 10 schools on the side, had some extra money and just thought this was going to be like, like I said, like a side hustle, yeah. some extra money. And then about a year and a half to two years in, it just kept growing, growing. And by the second year I was like, okay, this isn't going to work doing virtual school and, and doing this on the side. And I ended up leaving virtual school and doing my business full time. And and then it just started like the last five years have just been a whirlwind. It just started taking off. Yeah. Um, we, I pretty much have conquered all of Florida and now we're in five different states and my next goal is just take it nationwide. So, um, way to Google how to start a business, right? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's on Google. How do people survive before, right. before the internet? <laughs> yeah. Well, how do like these educational plans kind of cross state lines because different states have different, like, guidelines right right so i was yeah. like so consumed with florida for, for like the first two or three years because i yeah. knew that test you know like the back of my hand i was like this is i'm just gonna do every and we, florida's big so i was like i'll do every county in florida yeah. and um then i started researching one day and 
I was like, wait a minute. Like, first of all, all the standards across the states are almost identical. Really? And the state tests may have some tweaking here and there, but they're very, very similar. And I'm just teaching a way, like one way to structure writing. So really it could be applied to any type of state test. And once those light bulbs went off, I was like, oh, okay, so maybe I need help because I have no clue how to market. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if my Facebook ads are going to go any further. So (laughs) like two years ago, I finally got some help and, um, and that's been just our, our next goal. So my goal as of August of 2018, so last August was I'm going to take it nationwide. I hadn't gone out of Florida. So just in those, I don't know, what's it been, seven, eight months, we've gone to five other states. Yeah. And so I'm hoping just to keep growing with that. And in the midst of all that craziness, I had the four babies and right. I bought a school. That's my other business. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, just not busy yeah. at all. I was like, oh, that's you know, crazy. sure, why not? Yeah, my husband's like, who are you? Like, what happened to the person who's just going to, like, be the teacher? And I'm like, yeah, right. I'm like you just step over there. I'm fine. <laughs> right. I'll be the breadwinner. I'll take yeah, like, you just yeah. keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. But my, my main thing with this school was um, I had come about this because um, my brother had dropped out of high school in ninth grade, and my mom had found this private school. And yeah it was like a hole in the wall, like nothing special, but he loved it. And he went every day, he begged for summer school. And I was like, what is this place? I I literally drove there. This was like 12 years ago. I drove there and I met with the guy who owned it. And I was like, what is this? Um, How do I start this? And at the time he was like 70. So I was like, he's got to be giving this up sooner or later, you know? So I was like, listen, when you don't want this, I, I want this. And for like 10 years, I would meet with him and talk with him. And I kept saying, uh, you ready yet? And he's like, no, no. And then like four years, about four years ago, he called and he said, um, I'm done if you want to buy it. And so I bought the school. So the school is just for kids that just need something different. Now we're talking like small, yeah. I mean like 10 to 15 kids, Yeah. but some have dropped out. Some have gotten really behind. Some just don't do good with, uh, big school settings. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the story of the school. So, um, two years ago, kind of my story kind of wraps up to now I had the fourth baby and now I've got the four babies and the two kids yeah. and I just call my life straight chaos. <laughs> because so you what just else do you call it? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how to explain it. People are like, how do you do it all? I'm like, I, I don't know. Like it's, it's great chaos. Like, I don't I mean, know. I think like some people just do have like that innate ability to be super driven and super motivated and, and Abby and I talk like, all the time. It's a lot just, like that. You just don't yeah. stop. You yeah. just keep going until everything's done. I yeah. think that's it. And like, like, what's my next move? Yeah, what like, am I doing next? People will always say, you know, um, when when do I know if I'm ready to have a baby, or when do I know if I'm ready to start a business? And I'm like, you're never there's ready. No ready. Yeah, yeah you there's just no ready. Go for it, and you figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. figure out the amount of hours you got in the day, how much sleep you need, and you you just and you get it done. It's just you got to figure it out. But there's no like right time. Right. Yeah, that's so true though. And I think because, that's like how it is. With, I mean, with motherhood, there's never you don't just learn how to do all these things. You learn as you go. It's just yeah, it's the same as no life. Manual. Yeah, there's yeah. no manual. And and that's it. And it's just been. I mean, every bit of the last, you know, 13 years since I had my first son has been learning like with the kids and then the business. I mean, I sit in meetings sometimes and, and they're like, Oh, so what's your budget this month? And I'm like, 
budget. They're like for marketing. I'm like, I don't know. I got this much in the bank. How much are you trying to spend? Like, I, like you don't have a set aside. I'm like, no, like, what do you, should I be doing that? Yeah, I'm like, and you know, like I just got like a real account in like two years ago, like a yeah. big, big one. And so, I'm, you know, it's, it's just been learning because along the way I'm like, Ooh, I didn't know that. Or I can yeah. write that off. You know? Yeah. That's awesome though. So you went into teaching like straight out of college Mm -hmm. and then when did you become a mother? Like a year later. So I I was 21, got married when I was 21 and Mm -hmm. had a baby when I was 22. Yeah. That was like, if if you ask anyone who knew me when I was like 10, (laughs) I was like, I'm going to be a teacher and I'm going to get married and have a baby. Like that was like, that was your life plan. You accomplished by 22. Yeah. Like, I, like my, my kids joke because my oldest is 13 yeah. and it's always like, um, you know, at least you're not old. Like the other moms, they're like 40 and I'm like, thanks, you honey, thanks. seriously, yeah. <laughs> but We're young moms, I'll be too. on the other end of it with my two year old, you know, yeah. Yeah. One, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. we're on that end. Too. We're, that's how we are. We both had a, I mean, I had my son at 20. And Abby had her son at 21. So we are at the same boat. Yeah. And, and then we both have toddlers also. Yeah. We have like the age gaps. Yeah. yeah. And I don't like, I don't know about you guys, but it's, I always feel like I've been in this weird place with like mom friends because yes. I end up where people are like, you know, did she get like knocked up when she was like in high school yeah. or, you know, and then it's like, everyone's way older. Yeah. And then my friends who are young are like, you know, they were like still partying. And I was like, this yeah. is weird. I don't really have any friends right now because you're either 50 or you're partying. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is exactly talking, what we, we talked talk about. about. Like in our early episodes, when we talk about like being young moms uh-huh. and yeah, we spoke to that where it's very lonely at times yes. because we're like, nobody gets me. Nobody's going through what I'm going through. And you know, like you're trying to figure life out at a time when you don't really know who you are yet. Yeah. So, you know, and you're like thrown into this motherhood role. So, yeah, we we definitely understand and identify with that. We're we do. And very lonely, very just, I don't know. Up until like probably a year ago, people used to oh, ask me that. if I was my son's nanny. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. I, ch- I put a lot of work in. Yeah. No, I'm not his nanny. I'm his mother. Yes. yes. Well, my kids, so my husband is mixed. He's his um, dad is black, his mom is white. And then yeah. I, my mom is English and my dad's Italian. So my kids got a little of everything and they look all different. And I, when I tell you the number one question, <laughs> yes. I get, which I can't believe people ask. Are those this, all they're, yours? They're like, are those all yours? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, do they have the same dad? And I'm like, really? Like, yeah. <laughs> are you really asking Kind of rude, actually. Yeah. We, so we have that problem, too. My dad is from South America, so I am just naturally dark skin, dark hair, dark eyes. My son is not. blonde hair, blue eyes, light skin. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, just so because we like don't look identical, I am not his nanny. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, it drives me crazy. And then my daughter is like my spitting image. Oh. And then yeah. even... My stepdaughters, people think that my stepdaughters who are, my stepdaughters are older. My husband is older than me and he started early as well. So my stepdaughters are 15 and 21. Okay. They think that they are my children before my seven-year-old. And I'm like, (laughs) 
No, just because we all have dark hair does not mean that these are mine and he is not. Oh, it drives me insane sometimes. Yeah, I know. And I think my husband's always like, you know, he always thinks everyone's staring. And I'm like, they're trying to figure us out. <laughs> they're just looking. They're trying to figure out, you know. Good luck. Girl, yeah. We can't figure yeah. ourselves yeah. out. Yeah. I tell my stepdaughters all the time. I'm like, let's make it fun. Let's, like, play this game. People yes. be like, are they yours? I'm like, yep, they're mine. I don't mention <laughs> that I'm their stepmother and nothing. And then they, like, kind of look at us funny. And the girls and I just, like, walk away cracking up laughing because I'm like, yep. You think they're trying to figure this math out in their head, girls? And they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. But it's fun. It's like a game, honestly. It's bad, but it really is. I mean, I feel like I can kind of identify a little bit with you where it was like you were a young mom who then like went on and pursued these things. Uh, Because I had my kids like while I was getting my my bachelor's and my master's and trying to like figure out my life. And I think those things alone on top of like your motherhood is super hard to navigate. So here you are like trying to navigate opening these businesses and being this, you know, boss mom. And how much support do you feel like you had from people? Because like who knew what you were going through? Yeah. And I, you know, that's something I I try to talk about a lot too. And it's funny. I always prep my husband because I don't ever want to like, put him on blast or never hurt his feelings. But at the same time, I I told him, I said, but this is part of my story for other moms. Like, it's not that him and my family, like, didn't support me in a negative way, but like, no one's ever run a business in my family. So when I would say this stuff, my mom and dad be like, oh, great. Yeah, good luck. You know, and like, they were supportive, but it was kind of like, they were never calling me going, Hey, did you do this today? Did you do that? It was just sounds great, Lisa, you know, just keep going. And my husband would be like, what are you doing? He's like, you're not going to run a school. Like let's, you you know, we've got kids, you can't quit this. We, we, you know, and, and he just, he is a very in the box type of person. This is how I describe it. Um, he like, he's an assistant principal, you know, he's very smart. He's got five degrees, but he likes his, guaranteed paycheck he likes his set schedule he's yeah. good at what he does when I'm the total opposite so for They're him a little more risky <laughs> yeah he can't see that and and I you know because I think the good part about it is because I had kids throughout this whole thing I never just jumped ship and started um businesses like I always right. made sure there was a, you know I did two things for two years and then when I was making enough then I quit my you know my steady job so I never was like too risky but at the same time I could see outside the box so you know in the midst of my writing business taking off when the guy called about the school it was probably the worst time ever I had just had my third yeah. Top squirting taking off. He says they have a school, but in my mind, that was like I always describe the school as my baby. Like I don't make my money off that. That's my nonprofit. I yeah. have the kids. It's my it causes the most stress. I wanna like burn it down every day. But, but you know, it it's like your most? Yes. Yes. So it's worth it. it. Yes, a hundred percent. And so it was, you know, horrible timing with it all, but I made it work. And so I, you know, my husband always be like, oh, okay, sure, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. And so I always joke with him now because now he's reaping the benefits of it all. And right. I'm like, such a hater. And he's like, I wasn't a hater. I was a motivator. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you hated because you couldn't see it. But yeah. he's just like that. You know, he doesn't. Um, yeah. And they're in different personality types, like just are what they are, right? Right. And well, I that's think- also sometimes why you work. 
right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like checks and balance each other. And that's it. Like I can't yeah. say if we were both, you know, these risk takers and we were both just trying to start stuff. That I don't think that would work. You know, he's the one that gets the benefits for us and the the guaranteed paycheck and it's, yeah. it's all nice. He's, you know, done at a certain time every day. Um, but you know, with everyone, I think I think that was not that it was hard, but I was so lost along the way and trying to do everything that when I literally tell you like everything just unfolded in the perfect way ever because <laughs> I was a, like a hot mess. I remember when I had yeah. my fourth, I had my daughter. So I had three boys and I finally got the girl. Yeah. She's going to be three in June. So this was almost three years ago. Yeah. It was the same year um, my school like officially opened with a group of kids and my top score business had taken off to the point where I was booked every single day in August training at a school. And I just had like, okay, what am I going to do? Like, I can't leave her. I'm breastfeeding. Like I can't leave her a week at a time. So I, I asked my friend, I'm like, listen, I'm like, can you like be my babysitter and come with me? I'll pay you. You just stay at the hotel while I train. I'll run back and you just travel. And I did that for the whole month. And I still, to this day, when I look back, have no clue how I lived, how I survived. Like that was the craziest time of my life. (laughs) Yeah. But like you did it, you know what I mean? And I'm, I remember like, I think my parents and every, even my husband just look at me and they're like, I don't know how. <laughs> You're just crazy. Yeah. yeah but I, yeah. even like with me lately, I've been trying to build my own brand as Lisa Column. Like I, yeah. you know, I, I like to share my story just to inspire other women, you know, in all honesty, I just, yeah. for me, I never knew this was all possible. So I just like to share that. And so and I was telling my husband, I said, you know, I, I just want to start sharing my story and I want to build a website for Lisa Column. And he's like, really? He's like, what is this about? And I'm like, well, time out. Let me explain. (laughs) (laughs) And he just looks at me like, you're crazy, but what is this about? Let me do it. So I just go, you know, I feel like hearing this empowers other women. Yeah, it is. It is like, okay, so if she's a go-getter, like I'm a go-getter and she can do X, Y, and Z, and she had no clue what she was doing. Why can't I? So I feel like that's like a good story to share. Yeah. And, and the thing too, like, I, I don't want women to be like, think it's over because your husband doesn't see your vision, you know, or your family is not like all gung ho about it. Like, it's okay. Like you can still keep pushing through it and it'll, it'll figure itself out the way. And let me tell you, I mean, I had plenty of failures. I mean, I tried before I actually buy the school because he was taking so long to sell it. I tried to open it like twice on my own and yeah. got nothing. Yeah. I tried to open a tutoring center that didn't work out at all. That was way too much time and money. And so there's been, I mean, tons of times. That's how you learn, right? It's like by your failure. Where I am now, if I didn't go through all that, there's been tons of no's to my curriculum. There's been, oh, so many people that have said things or, um, I have districts that have banned me for personal reasons people don't yeah. like. there were times I'm like I told my husband I'm like I think this is it for top score <laughs> and then yeah and then it would just keep growing so um you know but that's I, that's really it I feel like you come off very much so as the type of person that when you fail you're like all right this didn't work I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna do something different to make it work which is how you have to be yeah, yeah. and I honestly I think there were moments where I let myself get down for a little bit and yeah. I, and then I, then I'd have to say it to myself. No, you're going to, you're going to do something different or you're going to go to another district. Like just a perfect example. I had one district um, that for whatever personal reasons, cause I had worked with them 
weren't allowing any schools to use my program for a while. Let me just tell you, as a side note, their entire district is now using my program two years later. But anyway. Yeah. So they um, showed you, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's not talk about that one. But yeah. um, in that that initial few days, I really was down. I was like, I can't believe this. That was my biggest district. That was going to be my my one big, and this was when I was doing it on the side still. And I was really upset about it. And then I remember after a few days going by, I was talking to another uh, principal and she said, who cares? Go to another district. And I yeah. was like, how? I don't know anybody. And she's like, yeah. send out some emails, send yeah. out some stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> and so yeah, in those times of, you know, thinking that it was over, that that fail was going to take me down, I, I just had to, you know, just say, no, I'm just going to go for another district or, or keep going and try for some different teachers and or different marketing strategies. Yeah. Abby and I were literally just talking the other day, like, there are going to be so many people who don't like what you're doing. And as yep. long as you are happy with what you're doing, yeah. and then why do you, why do you care what these other people think? It, we've kind of run into that with mimosas with moms where there's people who are close to you that don't get what you're doing and why you're like sharing these stories or why you're saying it this way. And yeah, I mean, I just think like, you know, you have to kind of stay true to yourself and be like your authentic self of this is what's important to me. So like for us, it's, you know, we want to, we want to create this community where it's, we have other women empowering other women, empowering other moms and well, not just moms, I guess, like parents in general. Um, You know, so I think like, that's kind of what you've done, where it's like, what's important to me is this education. And helping, you know, these kids get to where their potential is, you know, and how am I going to empower schools to do that? Right. And yeah, you, I mean, you just hit it right. Like the one thing that I've always, or I've, I've had to become better with, but I struggle with is I never told people right. like that I would never say I'm an entrepreneur or right. CEO. Yeah. like I just was able to say that like in the last year and a half before they right. like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I help schools with writing. <laughs> a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I don't know why we do and then, that like, where we casting. just like downplay ourselves. Yeah, like, like, no, you are doing something really like powerful out there. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd run into a mom and they'd be like, hey, I heard my friend's son goes to your school. I didn't know you had a school. And I'm like, oh, it's not really a school. I just have like a few kids in a room I help, you know, and a big deal. But and it then, is like, a big deal. Right. And then yeah. after I'm like, what are you doing, Lisa? Like, yeah. you know, who cares if you only have 10 kids you're that's the whole you're point. still doing you're this and you have a school yeah for a reason like I don't want a hundred kids I want yeah. the small amount so we can have a huge impact and, and save those kids yeah. and and now I honestly in the last year year and a half is when I'm like no I'm the CEO of top score writing you know? yeah yeah forever I would I would just um yeah just say you know oh I just I just write a, some lessons and and help help teachers. And so I think, um, you know, what you said earlier that we have to not care what other people think. And that's hard. I mean, I say it's really kid, even as a 35 year old adult, that's hard. Yeah. And I, um, you know, I was talking with you guys before a little bit, I've kind of had to refine myself Yeah. because even though I've had all the businesses, we, you know, you get lost in motherhood and, um, yeah. and it's always our number one priority, but there was a time I remember being like, no, like I can get dressed up and go out and yeah, I can yeah. 
go out with my girls one time and not feel guilty. Like this, yeah. and I didn't do that forever. Right. And then like, I was like, no, you can, uh, you know, like with my social media, I did not like, I'm not that person that like supposed to pictures of myself. Yeah. And yeah. for a while I'm like, this is so embarrassing. I have got to stop this. <laughs> and, then, and then I got to the point where I'm like, no, <laughs> like you this can. This is like, my brand. This yes. is what I have to do. Yeah. I am the face of the. I'm yeah. like, like my, my kids, you know, they follow me on Instagram and they're like, oh my God, mom. You're so and embarrassing. Like, <laughs> and my husband's like, seriously? And I'm like, okay, all of you. <laughs> this is Be making me happy. Let me do it. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's just been, I, it's, it's been crazy, but it's good. And I think that as women, we're going to go through that and we just, yeah. we, it's okay to fail and it people are gonna hate and it's just you guys gotta just do what you what's good for you and your family and I know that's basically no one is gonna always like your parenting style no one is gonna like the way that you look left when they want you to look right no one is gonna like what your hair looks like how you make your dinner there's always gonna be someone that doesn't like it it doesn't matter though as long as you feel like you're doing what's right for yourself for your family for your community then who cares? And just, I think like living your authentic life, you know, and being like your authentic self and staying true to like your core values, you know, it's like, cause it's your life, not anyone else's. So why are you going to do like, something for me, else? I'm like a helper, you know, I'm a social worker. Um, yeah. So like, you know, creating mimosas with moms was important to me. Cause I'm like, I want to help moms. I want to be out there like connecting these people and empowering and, you know, for you, who was like, since I was 10 years old, I wanted to be a teacher. And maybe, you know, like the path has kind of shifted and it's different, but you're still like living that dream mm-hmm. of, you know, this is who I am and this is what I want to be. And yeah, and I agree, you know, we lose ourselves a little bit in motherhood, but how to kind of get back to that. Yeah. Like you, who is, who is me? And do you feel like, so since you've been on this path and you've realized I'm more than a teacher, I'm more than a mother, I can run two businesses, I can be a mother still, I can still teach, I own a school, but I can also be me. Do you feel like that has changed your parenting style because you want your kids to see they can do these type of things too? Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, a hundred percent. I was just going to say that. Like, I have kind of turned my thinking into I'm doing this to show them. Yeah. Like I want them to see, you know, for my three boys, I want them to see that, you know, whoever they marry can, can do all this, you know, I don't want strong, independent woman. Exactly. And I don't want them to be fearful of that or, you know, I, and I want my daughter to see you can do it all. So there's so many different things with the boys and the girls that I want them to see. And I want them to see how me and my husband make it all work. Cause you know, my kids are busy. We are, I'm in, I just, I fly to different States almost every weekend for my son's basketball. Yeah. We're like competitive sports people. And yeah, we um, feel you there, a lot. but you know, you gotta, you, you make it work. So I, yeah, that's it. I've, I've turned everything to, I'm now doing all this to show my kids and what greater reason than you're making yourself happy and you're teaching your children who yeah. you are the most impressionable. I mean, they look up to you. You're their mother. 
Right. And they need to know too. I mean, that in the beginning, you know, when I travel a lot, they are constantly like, why do you have to go? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and I get it. But at the same yeah. time, I need them to know, like, that's part of life. Mommy has to work. I'll be back. You know, I may be gone a lot this month, but next month I'm going to be home the whole month. And yeah. that's just life, you know, and then yeah. I need them to, you know, just accept that and not think that I'm, you know, mommy's going to be home catering to their every little need. Like sometimes you got to suck it up and be a little independent. <laughs> yeah. So like I when you are traveling, do you feel like you have a good support system or do you feel like you tag your husband and it's like, your turn, you know. Well, I'm, I'm not going to say I ever leave the house for a long time without leaving sticky notes everywhere and laying yeah. out everything. You know how that yeah. goes. Yeah. Um, but, no, I have my mom. When I leave, my husband, my mom, my dad, and my babysitter um, mm-hmm. who watches my two-year-old, The four, yeah. there's not a day that goes by that four people aren't involved just because yeah. everyone's got to go different places. Yeah, um, that's true. But – yeah, so it definitely a good support system. It is a lot of work when I leave, though, because I literally prepare everything, everything, lay out everything, you know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. let's brush your hair. I leave Here's you. the bag for Tuesday's clothes. Here's right? the bag for Wednesday's I, clothes. Don't I feel <laughs> I leave a note on the front door. I'm not even yeah. joking. That Walk says, it. get a wipe and get the eye boogers out of your eyes before you go to school because I cannot stand <laughs> when kids go to school with eye yeah. boogers. Yeah. Priorities though. Looking a hot mess. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I that. So I feel like you've just really, I mean, I feel like it's amazing that you've accomplished all of this. And it's and truly inspiring. Been a mom yeah. and just kind of winged it and as you yes. go, you learn. I think that's a big deal. That's really cool. I mean, I don't know if I have the courage to be able to be like, I'm going to do it. I, I want to. <laughs> it's right. definitely I'm something I'm like, <laughs> I aspire to. Yeah. But I'm like, man, that just, I mean, to put it boldly, that takes some balls. Yeah. No, and that's just it. Like, I, that's, what I tell people a lot, like I was talking to another mom and she said, you know, I, I would love to start my own business, but I can't do that. And I was like, why not? And yeah, she said, Lisa, I have kids. And, and I said, you should just start doing that on the side. You know, you yeah. should start making some appointments on the side and then do it on the weekends or at night, you know, as you can. And It'll then slowly evolve. from there. And she was like, yeah. I've never thought of that. And I'm like, yeah, it's, and, and if, if you fail, that's fine. You know, yeah. but what do you have to lose? That's really it. I've been winging it outside the box too. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. And, and you know what I've learned too, like, um, I finally have released some of my responsibility to having people on my team because I finally have gotten yeah. to that point. That's been hard, Yeah, um, but it's been, that's the only way for me to grow. Yeah. So that's another thing I've had to kind of realize is I, I need people and, and I can't do it all. So I'm going to have to bring on other people and just trust that they can do what I would do. Yeah. But that's when you have to be confident in yourself that you are bringing on the right people that you do trust to run things and take care of things like you would. That's it. And I, you know, like I said, I know nothing about running a business, but, and I probably do it all wrong, but I pay, like, I'm very picky about who I I bring on. Um, I like to know them really well or get to know them, but at least know something about them. And I pay really well. um, And I am, and the reason is, is I'm just so thankful for them. You know, like my tutors, I could probably pay 
$15 an hour. I pay them $50 an hour because that's awesome. There are teachers who are doing this after school. I'm not in it to make a whole lot on tutoring. I want them to be, you know, happy about doing it and, and, and want to do good with it. So I try like to be super close with my team and, and always, I'm just not that typical boss, I guess you can say. I'm not never going to be like, were you there on time? <laughs> you know? Yeah, but I like to say that to my husband all the time because he's like the boss at his job. And I'm like, literally, if you take care of your people, the business will flourish. That is it. If you yeah. do not have like good people that enjoy being there and believe in what <laughs> you're doing, like you're screwed. Yeah. Like when my teachers are like, oh, you know, I have an appointment today when the kids leave. Can I leave early? I'm like, yeah, like yeah, that's fine. Right. I don't care. And they yeah. put in extra time all the time that I never asked for, but I'm right. super like flexible and lenient as long as they're doing their job and, and, yeah. and helping the kids or the schools, whichever business I'm, I just leave them. Yeah. That's awesome. So being a mother, being a wife, being a business owner, being a school owner, just being you in general, if there was one piece of advice that you could give to other moms, so what, like one just takeaway, what would that be? Oh, goodness. Sorry, Rachel. that's a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And overall, like general is just that um, you got, you got to believe that you can do it all and that you will figure out a way. I think that's the, I, I don't know if I said that right, but that yeah. don't yeah. overthink yeah. it. Um, yeah don't try to think of time and money and kids, like just go for it and you will figure it out. It may not seem like it. Cause if you ever look at my daily schedule, it does not look like it can be done ever <laughs> yeah. and get sleep and be normal, but it can. And, and I think that's just it for moms is that, um, you can do it all. Just believe that you can and stick with it. And, and like we talked earlier, it's gotta be more of a mission to, to show your kids really. I think that's yeah. the biggest thing. Yeah. Well, Lisa, it was wonderful having you on. You are you truly are a inspiring. mom boss. Yeah. Yeah, like literally the definition of a mom boss. Well, thank you so much for having me. I like I said, I just I love to share my story a hundred percent just for other women and moms, mm-hmm. just because um it's hard. It is hard. You know? And I um but there's just so much that we can do. Um, and I, I think know, we're, right. we're the strongest ones. That's why we have the babies. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right? I agree. <laughs> but I also feel like your story is just so great. It's so empowering. It It is a, if I can do it, you can do it too kind of story. Yes. That is I mean, sure. I'm like, what can I go tackle today? If Lisa can do all of this in her day, what can I do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I love that though. I love it. So thank you so so much. We really appreciate it. It's been so fun to talk to you. It really has. Yes, it's been a blast. Thank you. So cheers to you, Lisa. Yes, cheers. Thank you. You can find us on Instagram at Mimosas with Moms and on Facebook at Mimosas with Moms. And you can email us at the number two mimosamoms at gmail.com. And you can find Lisa Cullum on Instagram at Lisa Cullum CEO, on Facebook at Lisa Cullum CEO, and you can find her on her website at www.lisacullum.com.